Here at Who Runs the World, you will hear stories of many SPWs, strong, powerful women, who are changing the world. As Madison Sanchegrin interviews women that are influencing and impacting their communities on a day-to-day basis. Women and girls are changing the world each and every day, and it's time to realize your self-worth. Let's do this. Hello, hello to everyone. I'm so excited for you to be listening with me right now on Girls Who Run the World podcast. This is my first ever episode, and I'm so excited that you're part of the journey here today. Um, today, we're going to be talking about friendships and, you know, finding your self-worth in friendships. I think friendships are one of the most major things in life. I think life is about friendships, the people you meet. I think, you know, some of us can stress um, in school um, about the bad teacher or the bad test, but the main thing is the relationships that we're making and finding your self-worth and being around people that are really going to make you feel good about yourself and not losing like who you are and who like what what means most to you and what your priorities are um, and what you're looking for in a friend in those like changes of friendships and everything that comes along with that. Um, in my current and past friendships, um, in my past in like some of my current, even my current relationships, I feel as though I am a person, I want, and this is one of my insecurities, I want everybody to like me, and I'm fine with sharing that. I want everybody to like me, and I want almost to have, like, this feeling of exception from people. I want to make people, a good thing that, I want to make people laugh. I want to make people feel good about themselves, but the unhealthy part of it is me really fighting for people to like me, and, but I won't change myself, which is a good thing. I won't change myself for who I am, but that's the part where you have to draw the line um, in friendships. So in some of my past, here's my own story. So some of in my past relationships and in my current relationships, I've settled for friends that don't make me feel good about myself. Friends that, you know, say that your friend, say that they're your friend or, and then you find out that they do something that's totally not worth being your friend. Um, and I used to settle for people that are toxic, right? This idea of toxicity that is, a major thing that's happening in our world right now like in our social media people are being named toxic and what's that really mean right as you come down to it so this word toxic that is being used a lot today on social media means almost poisonous very harmful or unpleasant in pervasive ways so a toxic relationship as there's many ways that you can go around the toxic relationship i think obviously you have the main unhealthy um, signs of a relationship like sabotage, anger, isolation, jealousy, intensity, um, some things that are really serious. And then you have signs of a toxic relationship that are still serious, but more of your self-worth and how it's affecting you. And so recently, I've taken a second to really think about the friendships of the people that I've made over the years, um, whether it's through school through playing sports, um, through the clubs, or just being active in my community. But I've um, taken a second to realize some of the friends that I've made and some of the friendships that have stuck along the way. And those people have been been with me through, you know, thick and thin, as some people would say, um, that have been th- been with me and make me feel good about myself and, you know, friendships I want to keep for my entire life. And then I think of the friendships that I'm still almost maybe even dragging along um, and I'm not feeling good in the relationship and maybe the other person's feeling great about themselves. And I think it's a point where you have to have a discussion about, Hey, 
this is how I'm feeling. And the fear for me in having friendships, and I, I think a fear for a lot of us is that you are going to have this discussion, even if you do, right? First off, it's going to have the like the courage to have this discussion with the person that you're not feeling the best about yourself around. Um, it's the fear that you're going to lose the friendship that you have, and it almost might ruin your social status. Because all of us want, well, not all of us, but most of us, like in high school, we have this um, struggle that we want to feel exception. Um, we want to be like known by everybody. We want everybody to be friends with us. We want to be this term popular, right? We want um, to be in that friend group. I mean, I think for my middle school years, my middle school in the beginning and my high school years, I didn't even have a solid friend group um, because most of the people that I was friends with were already in their friend groups. So it was more of, you know, I would have friend groups from, I would have a friend from this group and this group because things were so, and still are so clicky that, I mean, even if you're friends with just one person in the group, I mean, you're not going to, I mean, they're, they're not going to accept you. And I think that's the part that really starts to wear on your mental health. You're, you've been friends with this person for so long. Why can't you get into that friend group? And that's what, that was what, what was happening with me through my freshman and sophomore year. Um, finally, through my junior year, everything started to fit in. But as I say that, everything started to fit in, but did it because I think I still had the struggle of, you know, people making it me feeling good about myself in these relationships. In this world today, you know, as like as a teenager, as I'm in high school, I want a lot of people, you know, right now my life is all about making relationships, all about making friendships. I want like I want to gather in all these friendships. I want to make more and more friendships every time. That I'm with somebody every time I meet someone that's a new relationship that's like potential a new potential friendship right so it's a positive way to look at it I, I want to be friends with this person I wouldn't be friends with like anyone that shows makes me feel good about myself that like I really enjoy being around well I think as you get older and obviously like um, my parents my dad has um, talked about this before is more about them they're limiting their friendships because they're at the point where they're realizing and I realized this the other day, like I literally sat, I was taking showers. I think I was taking a shower. Maybe I just got out of the shower and I was thinking about my friendships, um, not like not specific ones, but past and current ones and realizing that, you know, this isn't good for my mental health. Some of these aren't good for my mental health. Some of these are really wearing on what I'm taking the time to think about during the day, right? Whether it's, I'm taking the time to think about, oh, are they with this person? Because social media has given us all the chance to have, see where people are, who they're with, right? Have this sense of FOMO, fear of missing out. So I will spend some of the some of my time, well, what, what is this person doing? Like, why wasn't I invited to this thing? And that's where you can get into the toxicity of the relationship, of you worrying. I mean, we have so much time in a day, right? And to spend some time worrying about, you know, who I'm with, who's with who, right? Why wasn't I invited? Um, and then things like, well, this is this friend a really good friend? And I think that's something a lot of us have to ask ourselves. So I sat down and I honestly just sat down. I think it was after a shower. I sat down on the porch and I, I almost started, I actually just started, started crying, right? Because this realization that I haven't, I haven't thought about at all of, is this friendship good for me? Well, if it's not, then I need to find a way that I can't settle for this. I can't settle for a friendship that's not going to 
make me feel good about myself, you know, motivate me. These friends, I need people that are going to support me, that are going to push me through the hard times. I mean, they're going to be there every step of the way. Just like my family is, I need relationships like that. Um, And so this past weekend, July 4th, I was with amazing people. I was with my family. I was with friends. And um, I went to like a family gathering that I didn't even know like some of the people there. I didn't know how, like not a family, family friend gathering. I didn't know half, like a majority of the people there, right? Um, This was a step out of my shell, right? I was stepping out seeing like, oh, here are potential relationships. Here's an example of this. So here are potential relationships. Let me, let me go talk. Let me be outgoing. Let me be my, my positive self that I am today. And I mean, these people were so welcoming so welcoming, so supportive already. And they didn't even know me, right? And um, so positive. They were so loving. They um, welcomed, welcomed us in with open arms. And that's when I really realized that, you know what, these people that I'm wasting my time on right now that aren't, it's not like I'm, I need, I do need certain things in a friendship. I need, you know, I need you to be supportive. I need you to be motivating, positive. I want you to, you know, be there. I want you to live life. I want you, like I don't want to have to worry, have this box of stressors or worries, right? About, you know, what's going to happen tomorrow, right? Are you friends with this person now? You might not be friends with them the next week. So having this realization that, you know, these are the people that you want to be around, I think um, is where I have, I'm stuck right now on the road with my own story um, currently. And this was only about a week ago. So knowing that, you know, who's right for you. So as I think about my friendships, I think that, you know, I'm a 16-year-old girl. I'm in high school. I'm about to be a senior in high school. And I think high school, and I'll talk about this a little bit, I think high school is a point in our lives, right? And I don't know if this is true because I haven't finished it, finished high school yet. Um, but where we are faced, it's I would say high school is a life-changing experience because you are walking into something that you almost have a little to no idea about what what's happening. I think high school is a life-changing experience. Um this term being popular. Well, okay, in my own life, we'd be like telling our mom about something. Oh, no, this is just an example. But like we tell let's say that we tell my mom something and we're like, "Oh, the popular people." Every time, I mean every time <laughs> we would say the word popular, she'd be like, what makes them popular girls? Is it you putting the term on them or is something that they have, something that they're being, what is making them popular? After that, I don't know how many times, it could have been like a million times of her showing this explanation to us. It's, I think the term popular comes from us putting a term on somebody and thinking that they're the best, almost, they're the best of the best. They're the best friend group. They're, you know, the most well-known. They're the friend group you want to be in right? To like make your high school worth it, high school years worth it. And so it wasn't until like I, and uh, my junior year where I actually started thinking about stuff like this, um, that I realized, you know, we're all kind of the same. We're all in high school. We're all all experiencing the same kind of stuff um, in terms of what we're going through through school, not personally, but what we're going through um, through school, through friends. And Really, um, I spent a lot of my time worrying about, hey, this person is so um, like influential in a negative way, um, like someone that 
you know, you almost think the best, right? You want to be like them. And that's the point where it's unhealthy. And so I've realized that, you know what? They're just like me, right? They might be thinking, they might have their own insecurities because everybody has a little bit of something. So they, they're going to have their own insecurities. They're going to have their own worries. Things are stressing them out. They might be busy at home. Um, and nothing makes, I mean, that's what we're all living with right now. We're going through high school. We're going through one of the most life-changing experiences like in our time right now. What I really want to go back to and a memory that I think about is seventh grade or seven-year-old. Let's think. Let's go back to seven. Seven years old. Take a second right now and think about who you were as a seven-year-old. Did you care about what people thought about you? Because I sure did not. I mean, I would, I was loud. I was goofy. I mean, kind of still, if you know me today, kind of still the way I am today. But I was loud. I was goofy. I just wanted to have fun. I was like playing all these jokes. Um, I was living, as people might say, I was living my best life. I was out there. I wasn't worrying about if I was being judged. I wasn't worrying about who's friends with me because I was nice to all my friends. And I, I still am today. I think that I am a really good friend to everybody that I know. I always wanted to reach out. I want to be there for you. I want to be positive. I'm supportive for you. Um, but uh, that doesn't mean to like pump me up a little bit, but that's what I think I am as a friend. Back to the story. I think seven-year-old seven Madison was truly living her best self and I didn't care about what people thought about me. I wanted to be me. I wanted to make my own impact on my community. I wanted to, I wanted to make these relationships with my close family friends. I wanted to, I wanted to keep doing things is what my mom would say. I wanted to stay off the edge of my seat with life. I wanted to try new experiences. I was at the point actually where I was playing like eight sports at one time, like two a season, two sports a season. I think I was playing. It was insane because I was making all these relationships. And I was having a blast. Too. It wasn't even about um, how busy I was. Um, and I have this idea that I want to go back to the, myself, my seven-year-old self in some ways. I want to go back in the way that I was feeling free. I was feeling like I could be myself around people. Um, and I could really open up to new people. And I think I am outgoing. And po- as I am outgoing um, today, I think that it's changed in some sense because you know, there is that fear of being judged. There is this fear of, you know, your appearance isn't good. The things you do, the things you say, like how does that affect your relationship? And another big thing in high school is that you're introduced to social media, um, not for other generations, but in our generation today, social media had become a thing. Um, Maybe when we were in elementary school, but we didn't, I, I know in my family, I didn't get um, like technology, like a phone, um, maybe I think middle school or maybe elementary school, like the summer of elementary school. But, um, cause I was always outside playing. I was too busy to actually have a phone. Cause once again, playing eight sports at one time can keep you a girl on her toes. But, um, what my point is, is that when I was introduced to social media, things clicked, things changed. Um, not in a positive way. And there is a positive thing about social media is that we can all be in touch. We can share photos. Um, and I think there's a lot of negatives to social media as like, that could be another whole, another episode, but, um, you start to worry about what you look like, your appearance, like going outside. Like I know during COVID, COVID was a really rough time, but I think wearing that mask 
and uh, this is just how it was wearing that mask really helped me because I didn't have to worry about what I look like not even I don't even wear makeup guys I don't even wear makeup but wearing that mask put this protection over my face like if I saw someone in the store I'd be like yes thank god I have my mask on they might not even realize it's me and like lordy what do I look like right now because that that's that was that's the cold hard truth I was like I need like I almost miss now that we're not wearing masks as, mu- as much as we used to because um, I wouldn't have to worry. Like in school, I would have the mask on. I'm like, okay, nose, ma- I, really, eyes up. Do they look good? We're good to go. So that's something I think, you know, seven-year-old me, myself, seven-year-old Madison would not want to wear a mask. She would want to sing her heart out, scream to the top of her lungs, let everybody know that, um, She's there to have a good time. That she she's want to have fun. She's positive. She's energetic, and you know, social media is now like there's these boundaries. There's these like almost stereotyping of what you should look like, what you should act like, um, the most popular things to be into. And if you're not into those things, then you must think, what is wrong with me? Why am I not doing the things that other people are doing? Like, um, am I am I following behind? Am I like going my own way? Like, why am I not? having these relationships or having um going through these things like going to parties like other people are doing and my mean to say all this is that you know I want to go back to the times that we didn't worry about things like that nobody worried because I think you know maybe the toxic friendships that you have now the friends don't mean to be toxic in a little piece of it they don't mean to but it's the situation of them wanting to be cool them wanting to be popular that makes them almost feel like hey if this girl and I think this is right now like current um and past relationships if this girl's gonna reach out to me let's say like I reach out to my friends at least I try to maybe once a week and I don't know um where that could go sorry I don't know where that could go wrong you know unless you tell me that you don't want to be reached out to well then are we really friends if we want to have one conversation on the phone or one even text, a text. Um, and re- recently with some of um, my past and current relationships, I would be like, how are you? Good. And that's where the conversation would be left. Um, because I had, well, they would say good and they wouldn't first off want to ask how you are, but they also, I would have this fear that I was bothering them and that something's wrong with me for asking how they are for getting in touch with somebody and um it started to really wear my mental health a little bit um I wouldn't I started to not reach out to people as much as possible as much as I I as I would have used to and um it started to uh make me think that you know I wasn't good enough for them that you know what they already had their group they already had their group and I'm just, I'm intruding on it and they don't want me in their friendships. Well, I sat down and I had a um, conversation with one of my, with my dad and, you know, we had a long talk about it, whether I um, should have, this is in past and current relationships, by the way, if I shouldn't, if I should have had reached out to them um, to let that like relationship go downhill, like what should I have done to prevent it? prevented that um from losing that friend or um about to lose that friend and this is what he said here I have it right here he said in his words 
You are so loving and caring that people take advantage of it. I don't want to. Ch- I don't want you to change, but let someone else be the pursuer. So, this was meaning that, you know, if I texted somebody and I didn't get like a response, or they, you know, in a day, right? And obviously, you know, people are on their um, phones. Um, I would start to worry that, like, hey, they saw this, but they're just ignoring me. They don't want to talk to me. Um, and I would always give one. I'm. I was ever since I was younger. I'd always give one hundred percent into a relationship. I think. Um, and in a lot of the relationships, I'd only get maybe twenty percent back. And and even that would make me feel good. I'd be like, oh yeah, we're having, we have a good friendship. This is really good. Like, like we're gonna be friends forever. Forever. This is gonna be a good friendship. Like we're gonna go on vacation together. We're gonna do things. We're gonna grow up together. Well, no, that's just not how it worked out because as I grew up I realized that you know this is not good you know I need to step up I need to step out of my boundaries I need to reach out branch out to people that are going to make me feel good about myself and people are probably going and I started thinking about this other day that people are probably going through the same thing that I'm going through right now and in my past um in that struggle of finding your self-worth in your friendships because I only have a handful of friends, a handful, um, that I could sit here and tell you that have been through, that have been with me for the longest time now or friendships I've just made. But for the time being that I've had these friendships, um, they have been good friendships. It's been a, like a hundred, hundred. I don't like when people say give 50%. I give 50%. I want you to give 100. I want, and then you can give me 100. If I give you 100, give me 100. Um, person in a relationship so or these friendships that, like where I was going to say with that is these friendships that I have right now it's 100 100 and as they as that might change I'm going to stay in this friendship I'm not going to run away I'm not going to be fearful of what what could come because now that I'm knowledgeable that um what I need and my needs of a, in a friend um what they are and how I need to feel um, in a relationship and how I should, how I should be treated. I can always have that moment to think, is this good enough? Well, not good enough. Is this a good friendship? Am I getting out of it what I need, which is just supportive? I need motivation. I need you to be positive. Even if you're negative, sometimes I'm here, I'm here for you through the negative and the positive times in your life. Right. But I need that. And I need that and receive. I need to get that and receive. Or I need to receive that. So um, that's a little bit what I wanted to talk about today about um, finding your self-worth in friendships. Because, guys, as you oops, sorry, as you listen to me right now, you need to realize your self-worth. Each and every one of you are so amazing. Right. I don't even know. Maybe I don't even know some of my listeners. Hopefully I know some of you, but you guys need to realize that you are amazing, right? We are all capable of changing the world. I'm 16 years old and I've had the idea to start a podcast. I have no idea what I'm doing, not one, but that's why I invited you guys here to embark on this journey with me. We're going to do this together. I'm going to take your critiques, your suggestions, and um, I, I've, I've realized my self-worth. I'm so worthy of changing this world and putting my and impacting it. Um, I'm so worthy of doing that. And 
and I wanted to come on here today um, by myself to give you this episode because I wanted to share my story with you and how I've dealt with friendships and how I've dealt with these um, past and even current friendships that I have and how I'm dealing with it and how I'm finding myself worth in it, finding what I need, realizing that my mental health comes before my friendships, right? Because I think a lot of us get so stuck in the friendship, right, that you lose sense of your mental health, right? You lose sense when I say that. I mean, you almost forget about how you're feeling and what, how is it affecting you? So as I, as I told you, this was like a couple of weeks ago that I took the second to um, think about these friendships and think about how, how they have affected me. Well, I think you all should take some time to realize, you know, who's been with you through thick and thin. Because the other day, actually, here's a quick little story. The other day, I was sitting down with my mom. And we were, this was, I mean, maybe this was like a month ago. I was sitting down with my mom and we were having a conversation about the friends that had been with us um, for a while now. And one of our closest friends, I, I'm not going to say names, but she said they have been, we were talking about some of the friends that we've had, and they have been with us um, for the longest time now through thick and thin, not longer than other people, but just, you know, even in sports, we've had those friendships that come and go. Um, but we need friends like them that stay with us, you know, that make us feel good about ourselves, that have always been there, right? My mom's friend um, who is in that family, she's always been there for my mom, no matter what. Um, she's always there to talk. Um, I guess through COVID, um, it was hard to get out, but they stayed touched through social media and and texting and things like that. But we need friends that are pushing us. We need friends that are going to motivate us. We need friends that are welcoming, welcoming us with open arms. We need more friends like the friends that I've met this, this past weekend um, during the 4th. And we need friends that are making us feel good about ourselves, that are making us realize that our, our self-worth is so important, so important that um, some of us just breeze right over it. Say, yeah, I'm worthy. Well, what are you worthy of? Because as I sit here and talk to you, and this isn't to be cocky, but I'm worthy of, hey, I'm going to run Chicago Marathon in October. I'm worthy of changing my world. I'm going to be the, the president of my One Love Club at school. I am going to save people, hopefully, um, from being in those unhealthy relationships. And I am going to sit here, share my stories with you all, having no idea what I'm doing. Guys, this is a journey for both of us to take on. This is my first time doing this. And this is your first time joining um, with me listening to this podcast. We are. I'm going to hopefully have you realize that you're worthy, that you are capable of changing the world. And here on Girls um, Who Rule the World, I'm going to interview strong, powerful women as myself that we are going, that are changing the world, hopefully to impact you, to make you realize that, hey, you can do this. And it only takes one thing. It only takes you to start right now, to push, to make those goals, to succeed, to fail, to learn from those failures, to learn from the successes that you have. And I want to thank you for joining me today on Girls Who Run the World um, as we talked about toxicity and friendships and what you need in a friendship and mainly my own personal story currently and in my past 
right now with those friendships. So thank you so much for joining me on my first podcast. Um, I'm so excited to start this journey with you all, um, learning through every step of the way and hopefully impacting you guys as we go along. So thank you. Have a great day and I'll see you next time. Bye. Oh,